1: Well, first of all, I'd like to say thank you and welcome to everybody. It's Monday afternoon, and this is KKNW, and this is Positive Talk with me. Uh, My name is Kevin McDonald, and by the way, Positive Talk is also heard on Kixie on Fridays, but we're also on KKNW Wednesday at 4 and um, Friday at noon, so you can catch us four days a week and as well on the web and um on youtube and also positive talk radio.net and all kinds of places and i'd like to thank eric for making some of that happen and uh, eric how are you today
0: hey good afternoon kevin i'm doing fine happy monday happy monday you know i was in my home doing a little um,
1: recording and the rain started coming down rather heavily and i could Feel it through the roof? Is is this going to be a a a Christopher Robin blustery week kind of thing, or Winnie the Pooh?
0: <laughs> I, well, it is fall, so that would be you know very appropriate weather. But it actually looks like we've got some dry days for the next uh, four or five days, and some sunshine coming our way on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So, uh, it looks like a, a very mild, very enjoyable October. Uh, for the uh, rest of this week, good heavens i'm that's that's so
1: pleasing to so me. so you get out
0: there and play around of poo sticks
1: <laughs> you know somebody who's just tuning in is wondering what a poo stick is. I'm not even
0: well, wow, that was a game in the uh, Winnie the Pooh books
1: <laughs> uh, you you are well more well read than I am, I'm afraid so so I appreciate I have poo sticks. I'm going to have to look that up. Um, and anyway, we've got a great show for you today. Do you ever play, uh, did you ever play like dice or any when, games like that when you were a kid?
0: No. And I've never played poo sticks either, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> me neither. I have used a dice in most of the board games that I, I played as a kid. Oh, now
1: that you mentioned it, you're right. Uh, I yeah. used to play uh risk a lot and, uh, uh, and that was which was a really fun board game uh, and they they use dice quite uh, quite thoroughly um, sure. um, in that game and well we have a gentleman today who's developed a product and a program it's called Roll of love and it's based upon the um do you remember i doubt you remember this but 20 years ago you and i had the opportunity to interview gary chapman Um, and he wrote the five love languages. Do you, you probably don't remember that at all.
0: It it definitely sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and so this is kind of based upon the five love languages and how it works. He's got a little booklet that goes with it and stuff. And his name is, uh, his, his name is Paul and we're going to bring him on, on board right now. If, if we can, um, Paul, how are you today, sir?
2: Doing well, Kevin. Thanks for having me on your show.
1: Oh, I would love that, and we're glad you're here because I wanted to talk about um, what you're doing and how you developed it, and um, and how it's going. So, first of all, can you give us can you give us your full name, please? Because I'm
2: I don't have it in front of me, I'm afraid. Oh, that's fine. Paul Zolman, Z O L M A N.
1: Paul Zolman, and if you, by the way, if you go to roll of dot com, you'll find out about him, his all, all the things about the dice and what they do, and the the book he's got with it, and his lovely wife is also there. So I assume that's your wife. It might be your sister, right? but I think it's it's wife. actually
2: a niece. So oh, jeez, <laughs> she, she's the photographer, and she she yeah, that's her.
1: Oh, very, see, I'm over for 2. I, that's why I don't play dice games <laughs> and stuff because I, I gambling-wise, if, if I picked one thing,
2: it's always the other. So I'm really close to Las Vegas, Kevin. I, I'm just two hours north of Las Vegas where I, where I live, and it's just a beautiful area, Zion National Park. they have got the north rim of the Grand Canyon. But being close to Las Vegas, a lot of people are throwing the dice down there. A lot of people taking the gamble and we're going to talk a little bit about the gamble of love if it is if it, if there is such a thing
1: exactly by the way i want the next time you're, you happen to be in a casino remember red 32 red 32 and this is this is my way of making you rich red 32
2: um, i love that tip thank you very much which
1: if, if you're and people are going what because you know a lot of people well i guess a lot of people don't gamble but um, that's at the roulette wheel if if you put a dice on red 32 you win every time No, that's not true um (laughs) i wish it were true because then i would be living in a really much larger house but that's that's not true but but what you've done is you've um taken the five love languages and you've taken uh, the law of of, of affirmation, and you, and a bunch of other things, and you put them kind of all together, and explain to us first of all
2: what made you think of this idea. Actually, you know what? It was uh, kind of in, invention is born out of necessity. Uh, Kevin and I, I felt I, I grew up in an angry home, and from that angry home, I had some residual anger from from that childhood left over to my adulthood and i would make statements like this i don't want to be angry it has like that double negative in and i realized that a double negative only works when you're doing multiplying two negative numbers together then you get a positive it doesn't work in relationships and so that whole statement was that negative statement kind of made me go farther deeper into being angry and I didn't want to go that direction so I was looking and trying to find a better way to uh, live my life to be a happier person to also send out happiness instead of sending out anger and I found that what I was doing was I was getting annoyed by someone hardly I'm ever annoyed Kevin by myself but there was one time I was annoyed with myself and I didn't talk to myself for three days three days (laughs) But I'm annoyed at other people and then, then I get annoyed again, I get annoyed, I get annoyed, and then there's a flashpoint. But I couldn't determine when that flash point was. I didn't know how many annoyances would it take to, to have me flash. And it happened in public, it happened at home, and it was just a, a situation I really wanted to overcome because that annoyance. I realized though that I'm looking at other people thinking that there could be a better way, or I'm thinking, what's wrong with that person? Why don't they do it the right way? And so I'm getting annoyed at something that's not even in my lane. I realize I can't make decisions for them. I can't think for them. And I can't—I I'm, I'm, shouldn't be judging them because that's not my job either. So once I realize that's totally out of my lane, I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing, get out of that lane, get in your own lane, I all I want to do is send out love. Just send it out. And I was able to, to figure out a way to do that.
1: Well, I'll tell you, if everybody is uh, um, irritating you, it's, it's kind of like, have you ever had somebody look at you while you were chewing and they've got this chewing thing going on that they don't like uh, when people are chewing because they might hear something and and if they're looking at you like you've got three eyes or something, and, and it's because you're chewing a little louder and you're irritating them greatly, well, that's their problem. That has nothing to do with me. But, well, maybe it does. <laughs> I guess maybe it does. Uh, but uh, I think it's, it, it's important that you figure out a way to not allow other people to irritate you because it doesn't matter. All you're doing is making a problem for yourself.
2: Absolutely. Uh, well, it's worse if you can see what they're chewing while they're chewing it. It's <laughs> now sad. that is true. That is that's got to be the worst, Kevin. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> that that is true. With or when your son looks at you and says, "Would you stop eating like a horse?" You know, and you know, and you you're thinking you're minding your own business and stuff like that, but apparently not. Uh, but I, I I applaud what you're doing because I think it's really cool. How did the five love languages play into it?
2: So I, this this flashing that I was doing was contributory to the demise of my first marriage. You know, my my grandfather had 19 children. My father had 11 of which I'm number 10. I only had eight, only eight. And then my children are only having three. I just don't get it, Kevin. It seems like you would want the generations to get better. But this, this marriage, uh, just because of my anger and because of some other things, just kind of fell apart after 23 and a half years. So I became primary custody of the five remaining children in my home. While I was doing that, every other weekend, she would have the children and I would plan to have a date on those weekends. Usually I was going online. I'd find someone that didn't live in my city. We'd we'd decide on a city to meet in and I'd go meet. And I called it destination dating. And I went, went to... Jacksonville, Florida, Daytona Beach, Atlanta, Charlotte, North Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, Nashville, Kansas City, New York City, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Las Vegas, Cabo San Lucas. I went all these different places over about a year and a half period of time. And it was like the song, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places. And mm-hmm. I wasn't finding any anybody to to love and or to love me. And it just wasn't working out. The long distance relationship didn't work out. So I, I thought I had a line on someone, went to Phoenix, and uh, and it just didn't work out. So my sister senses, my older sister senses I'm lonely. She's an older sister. Remember, I'm number 10 of 11. I always had to do what older siblings said. Like take, for example, in when I was young, we didn't have the remote control push button things. We had people remote control. But it was older siblings telling the younger siblings, like me, go up to the TV, turn that turn that knob to the right channel so I can watch my TV program. I was the remote control. So you got to do what the older, older siblings say. She called me and said, I think you're a little bit lonely, but I have a neighbor that I want to introduce to you. And she said, I, I said, you know what? You're seven hours away. I don't want to do the destination dating again. And then she said, oh, come on. And I said, okay, I'll email her. What kind of relationship, Kevin? Can you get doing email? Not much. No, it wouldn't. And I didn't expect much. And but I was placating her a little bit, so I started emailing, and and actually it was pretty fun. She was a very good writer and very a little witty. So I got the got brave after three or four or five five emails, and and said, well, how many husbands have you had? And, and she, you know, that's kind of a sensitive question when you're trying to trying to date somebody, trying to get to know them a little bit. But it could be very sensitive. So she wrote back and said, "Counting the five that are buried in the backyard," and I, I just I just roared laughing, just like you're laughing now, Kevin. I was just just I I said I got the live one on the line here. She actually has a personality. She has some pluck about her, and and maybe there's some humor there. Maybe it's going to, maybe there's something there. So I started communicating even just a little bit more and started talking and and then actually ended up going up and visiting her, developing the relationship, decided I was going to move up by my sister and develop it even a little bit more. So we're serious now. It's time for big brother approval. I always have to have that. Number 10 of 11, remember, always have to have that older sibling approval. So I take her 300 miles north. First thing that happens, we go in my uh, brother's house, and my sister-in-law pulls her aside and says, "The only emotion that the Zollman family learned growing up was anger." At first, I didn't know I Said, "Uh, uh, Then it made me mad. <laughs> I thought, huh, "Of course, I'm busted." And and so I realized at that point, Kevin, that there, if there's a perception out there for outsiders like my sister-in-law, for outsiders of the family looking in thinking we are all very angry people. I thought this is a perfect time for me to either continue with that perception or change it right now. I decided I wanted to do all I could to change it. So I started reading the color code and then graduated to the five love languages. And I really liked the five love language principles because Dr. Chaplin was pastor and he said that these love languages reconciled to the life of Jesus Christ. I did my own research and, and verified that for myself, and I thought this is this is kind of direction. Being a Christian, that's the direction I wanted to go. So I, I uh, but but it didn't work for me that well. You know, Doctor Chapman to me suggested that Kevin, if I said if I guess what your love language is and if I cater to that, we're going to be buddies. Kevin, I'm a bad guesser, it's not, and it doesn't and it doesn't happen well for me that way. And so it was really kind of a hit or miss and mostly miss type of situation. So that wasn't working for me. And the second thing that Dr. Chapman has is that, well, he's got this survey in his in his book that if you take this survey, then I, I can find out what my love language is, what I like to get. What do I do with that, Kevin? Advertise? Hello, Kevin. I'm gifts. What do you have for me today? And, and I... you know, I'm, I'm done with awkward. I've already been socially awkward for my whole life, Getting upset in public and in private, I mean, the awkwardness. I just didn't work for me. So, so I decided. You know, I thought thought about it for a little while. I liked the principles, but what could I do? And I remembered when I was younger. Even as dysfunctional as our family was, I remember being while I was younger playing games with the family. And the games would kind of bring the family together. We still had the smack talk. We still had the put downs. We still had the highly competitiveness. Just think of 11 kids at a, at a dinner table, Kevin, that's a little competitive. Who's not gonna have any food on their plate at the end of the dinner? And it was just, it was just interesting in that way. So we were competitive, but it was, just, it was just broader, more cohesive than anything else. And so I thought, I'm gonna write Dr. Chapman. So I wrote him a letter and asked, are you licensing those little icons, those little pictures you have for each one of the love languages? And his attorney wrote me back and said no we're not doing that well they were dated and and I thought well maybe this is an opportunity for me so I went to a, a copyright or an intellectual property attorney here in my town and he said that theory like the love language theory is not copyrightable right location is and so when I realized that I realized well I can make my own icons and I can make it a game so that's what I did so I put it put the icons on a game here I'm holding Uh, up uh, a die or or a cube that has a hand with a a hourglass on it that represents time the next one is a a hand holding a platter like a server so that represents service two hands put together forming a heart and then there's a conversation like a cartoon conversation fly out from that heart those that would represent the words two hands look like they're holding hands those would be the touch and then the last one is a hand hand holding a gift. And so the five love languages, six sides on the, on the cube. The last one has a hand holding a question mark. That one surprised me. So there's two instructions, Kevin. Roll the die every day. That's the love language you practice giving away all day that day. Remember, I'm single at the time. I don't have a significant other like Dr. Chapman suggests. I didn't know who, who to give it to. More, his is more romantic. This is just this for a single guy. What am I supposed to do? So I said, I'm going to just give love to everybody. And thank goodness I, I decided that because I don't know anybody, Kevin, that is with their significant other
1: 24-7. Very few. Very few.
2: Yeah. And most people say, I don't want to be with them 24-7. I need a break. And very and-
1: many. Very many.
2: <laughs> and so I'm glad you're in <laughs> so, so I, I know so, lots.
1: Of, I know lots of people, especially during the pandemic. It yeah, was like you exactly. know, I'm, I'm home all the time. Can't I leave the house, please? We're gonna kill each other.
2: Yeah. So that that was the introverts' um, heaven. That pandemic, you know, they just don't want to see anybody, talk to anybody. It was perfect for them. Yes. They, were, they were in heaven by the way
1: we we're we're talking with Paul Zoman and he has a new game. It's called Roll of Love. When we come back, I have a couple of very important questions to ask Paul first of all, I gotta know your grandfather had eighteen, your dad had twelve, you had eight. What is a family reunion like for you people and uh And then we'll be talking more about the dice and how to apply them and how it can positively affect your life. And you're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW. And we'll be right back
3: after these. Do you need to boost your sales? Join our partnership program. Each quarter we promote 10 partner businesses. What will you get? The company will produce one 30 second video for your business. Your website links on positivetalkradio.net and kmmedia.pro, one dedicated podcast or radio show per month, one video Instagram reel, one YouTube short, one 60-second clip for social media taken from your interview, and at least one commercial airplay per show. All podcasts and video commercials are within the fabric of the show and will remain in the show forever. Visit kmmedia.pro to book a consultation today.
4: When you want to say more than words, communicate. You can... With flowers, your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is a naturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are, is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. For being our appreciated listener, you can use promo code PTR20 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. A naturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. We believe in the power of telling your stories. We want to help yours be seen and heard at the Pacific Northwest Collaborative Magazine. Our purpose is to connect you to your community. Let's begin by celebrating the accomplishments of local artists featured in this brand new digital magazine. Here you can learn about opportunities to creatively come together and support our local community and neighbors through the gift of art and service. If your business or organization organization would like to take part in this magazine, message us on Instagram at tnw.collab. You can download our free digital magazine at KM Media Pro today.
3: Thank you to our dedicated fans. We are updating our live on-air schedule to make it super easy for you to hang out with us five days a week, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live. You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms. We can't wait to see you at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023. and welcome back to positive talk radio it's a
1: monday afternoon i hope that your drive home is as pleasant as this conversation is we're talking with paul zolman he is the creator of a game and it's a really kind of i think it's a very important game that you get to play with yourself and you get to do this every day and uh, but first i gotta ask him you have so many uncles and aunts and nephews and cousins and do you have to rent a stadium to have a family reunion
2: well it would seem like you would need to but what happens kevin is that we're scattered so uh, so far and wide that uh, there aren't a really lot of family reunions that go on and and we our, our my grandfather and and his his father great-grandfather were pretty poor people they, they're they started in Indiana. They're farmers, dirt farmers, and it's just. Then they moved to Montana, where it's uh, you know harsh weather, and it's just really kind of a hard hard life. So a lot of not a lot not a lot of money to do a lot of travel. You know what? When it, they do have family reunions, it's more like, "What's your name?" And we got to wear name tags. It's almost it's almost, it's really almost almost like the uh, a class reunion. Like you're going to your 40th class reunion. and you don't look like your picture. You don't look like you're in the yearbook. I don't remember you from high school. It just is kind of like that.
1: I went to my 20 year reunion and I was wearing a name tag. A lady actually walked up to me, looked at the name tag, looked at me, and she said, I remember him. And and she didn't remember, you know, because I changed 20 years. You can change a little bit. You can.
2: Oh. You, you can a little bit. That's
1: right. But in any event, you have uh, created a game called Roll of Love. What made you think of, I know you played dice as a kid with the family and stuff, but was this kind of an extension of that?
2: I think that uh, I just felt like I needed something, and I'm, I was just watching for ideas, and one time one time, I saw some, I, I saw that uh, there, there were different symbols on the die, and I uh, I do merchant services, so I went to a GameStop one time, and in this GameStop, they just had different symbols on it. And I thought, that's really cool. I wonder what else you could do that with. What else could you put on a die and roll it and then just practice that all day long? So It was really kind of a, a game store that gave me the idea to put something different on a die other than the numbers. Well there's there you still could use the numbers and you could do the like number 1 could be physical touch number 2 I mean you still could do all that and still have a regular die roll the die and then just practice the love languages just like that but I thought it'd be interesting to make it into into pictures because I think what burns in our mind it, most people are are visual kevin and if i say the word elephant what, you, what do you see in your mind? You're seeing the elephant. You're not seeing the, the letters E-L-E-P-H-N-T. And so what I wanted to, I wanted to have that type of, of memory hook, is what I call it, so that it would last all day long, something that would stay with you. So as I'm rolling the die, I'm learning all five love languages to give it away. I mean, if you walk down the street and ask anybody about five love languages, they might be able to tell you one or two there may come some rare exceptions that will be able to spit out all five love languages as i've found out that people may have learned it long ago they they remember it but they don't really it's not really practice and they, it's because not practice because they don't really know it this is a way to really get to know it in a 30 day period you will have rolled all five love languages to give it away and what that does for you kevin it improves your vision so that you can see it when it comes your way and respond appropriately. Most people can only respond to their primary love language because they think that is love. Everything else is nice, but it's not love. What Only what they see is love. This way, that peripheral vision says, well, it's not my primary love language, but I can see they're loving on me, and you can respond appropriately. Really a, a great help for communication. You'll understand better what's coming your way.
1: Exactly then you've also written a book to go along with the dice Ex- explain what that book will do for us as we are playing this game
2: so I think the book really uh, is an update of what dr. Gary Chapman started thank goodness for dr. Chapman really in discovering the five love languages and de- and really the th- whole theory about it that everyone has a primary love language the way i de- i I've determined what the primary love language is of of other people now is watch you use your obs uh, your observation skills, and so when they light up, that's what they like. That could be their primary or secondary love language. Just make a mental note of it, and then wash, rinse, repeat. Do that over and over again, and for that particular person, instead of uh, instead, you don't have to now pause the relationship. Excuse me, could you take this survey so I know how to love you? I mean. We're done with awkward, Kevin. Done. It's over. <laughs> it's over. You don't have to do that anymore. So book, the role of observation, each one of the roles in the love languages is, is within the book. And just a few few other things that will be helpers, it's a tool. This is a, a loving tool. You know, the mechanic has tools. The carpenter has tools. This is a tool for helping us improve our loving skills. And it's, and it's very effective.
1: By the way, if you do not now, Gary Chapman wrote The Five Love Languages. It was over 20 years ago now. And 30. so if there is some reason why you haven't, let me give you a brief synopsis, and, and Paul can tell me if I'm even close. And that is, And that is that we all have things that we appreciate that show that we are being loved. In some cases, it might be if somebody gives us presents for our birthday. In other cases, it might be when your husband or your wife, or whatever, does something nice for you. Or it can be just taking out the garbage. Uh, it could be a sign of love language. But the conflict happens when you take out the garbage and you think that that's what's going to make her happy, and she's not happy because you haven't fulfilled her love language which might be flowers at a particular like a friday or just for no apparent reason and you're thinking yep i'm taking out the garbage she loves me now and i'm doing this for her cuz i love her and she's like hey you got to take out the garbage anyway or it's going to stink why don't you give me flowers you know and that's isn't that kind of how it works
2: absolutely kevin you you nailed it and and i think that that's the communication gap that i'm trying to close here that if if the husband and the wife both know all five love languages, backwards and forwards. Then they'll be able to recognize, oh, they're loving on me today. Let's respond. And let's respond in a loving way. And it's, even if it's not their primary love language, get to know them all. You know, I, I grew up in in uh, and I thought that if I wasn't being whacked, I wasn't being loved. And so physical touch absolutely was, was my primary love language. Who would have thought that? I mean, just seriously, why why wasn't it? Why wouldn't it be physical touch? But as I've worked through these love languages, I found found that I'm really I really like the words. I really just like like using words. I like sending words, and I like receiving it back as well. So, when you,
1: in, in, as an example, this young lady that that was your your the neighbor of your sister, uh, because she was real. Uh, fluent with with writing and her writing skills were good that was something that attracted you to her more so than somebody that uh wasn't a very good writer
2: yeah high interest absolutely high interest on just the the value of the words that she sent was just it was just fun and just uh just i think when you when you reduce something to writing rather than just saying it you reduce it to writing it's almost like a contract Kevin, that you reduce it to writing, it seems more permanent. It seems more real, and it just—I just, uh, just like that part of it. And here she was putting it all down on paper, and it was just fun, absolutely fun. And
1: it's like the dice are actually because you, what you do. Ex- tell me if I'm wrong again. You'll roll the dice, and then whatever it comes up with for you that day, that's what you're going to work. Whether it be uh, being kind, or or some of the other ones that are. That, are there, that you're going to work to be that for that day and in every interaction that you have with every other member of the species that you're going to be whatever that dice says that you should be. Um, do you find that, that sometimes that can be um, really advantageous for somebody who may be having a bad day and they can kind of turn it around into uh, this is what I'm going to do and it makes it their day a lot better?
2: Well I think that when you're making someone day, someone else's day better for them, they're gonna share that happiness with their circle of influence and that actually is gonna you when you light somebody up and you their eyes get big and they just their posture gets t- taller you it's it's a happiness moment for yourself too it's almost like a payday that day emotionally, but what you're doing. Uh, Kevin is you're sending it out without any expectation of it ever coming back but you're trusting that you believe in the law of harvest, sending something or planting a seed it's going to grow or karma that that it's it's going what you send out is going to come back to you or the law of attraction that you've already mentioned. The, whatever it is that you believe that way, that's what you're sending out. but it's but the expectation is not there. You know and you trust, That is, it'll come back someday, just don't even worry about it, it'll come back. You're not watching for it. On the contrast though, if you're sending out anger, you're getting an immediate return on that investment. And usually it's gonna be 10 times worse than what you send out. So just be careful about what you're sending out. I like to use a magnifying glass to to emphasize that. Whatever you magnify is gonna grow larger. Do you want the faults of other people to grow larger? guess what? If, if you start magnifying the faults of others, focusing on that, they will get larger. I, I was a par- parent of eight children. I remember focusing on when they first did something for maybe for the first time and they did it wrong. I would be, oh, you know, I, I just, I, it wouldn't work. And it was just a horrible thing that I would, that I'd pounce. And, and that pouncing would um, diminish their drive to want to ever do that again. And unfortunately, it took me a while to learn learn that I was doing that. And so back up a little bit and just say, well, once you try it this way, it might work a little bit better and you can softly help them through that. And I think that if we focus on the good that people have, life is gonna be a whole lot better. Focusing on the bad of someone, that's going to come right back that's a terrible boomerang you don't want to send that one out send out the one that is you're focusing on their good parts if people are are genuinely good and you determine they're a good person they're probably more than 51% good maybe 60 maybe 70 maybe 80 maybe 90% really good people and they have that just little weakness of 10 to 20% whatever it is focus on the good there's no there's no need to focus on their bad
1: and we have a tendency to focus on those things that that we find that are different than ourselves and but i i have to ask you because there are so few families in this day and age that actually have got eight children in the same household did could you remember all of their names from time to time or or was it like like um um a famous comic was talking about his his grandparents and they forgot the names and it was it's like when when i was growing up i i thought my name was gall darn um because it's it'd be like hey you now gall come over here and and uh it's, did, did you remember could you remember their
2: names so so that's a funny thing you ask because in in quiet sweet loving situations always you remember their name intense angry situations you'll call everybody else's name before they'll call you and it's just and everybody's in trouble then so it's just um uh, and it kind of kind of reduces the effect kind of when you can't call their name and and so you know everybody's in trouble now and it's just uh, yeah there there were times that you stutter or you you just are calling the the wrong child's name but but, yeah, this is, but this never is forget thing. it. I mean you'll you, eventually you get there, but never forget. Yeah, the,
1: the same the same comic goes uh, when at this during the same skit, he says, and gold darn it, come over here. I'm not gold darn it, I'm Jiminy Crickets, that's gold darn it over there. Because when you get busy and you're you're trying to run through, your brain is trying to run through the right kid that you want to save from himself. At the, I I get it, I understand, but I gotta I gotta give you credit. Feeding eight kids and then how many of them were girls? Three, three girls, eight, uh, five boys. And so you had weddings to think about, and then college, and I got to, I I admire you. I tell you. That's that's a that's a tough thing, but congratulations. By the way, we are talking with and I want you to do this for me, if you please, ladies and gentlemen. Go to rolloflove.com He's got all the information there. I think personally that this is a great way for you to open up your day every day is to get out. And well, when we come back from this break, I'm going to have Paul explain what the process is when you wake up in the morning, what you do with them, and then what you're working to do all day. Will that be all right, Paul? Absolutely. We'll be right back after this message. You are listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW.
3: Thank you to our dedicated fans We are updating our live on air schedule To make it super easy for you to hang out with us Five days a week, Monday through Friday At 3pm Pacific Standard Time We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook And live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms We can't wait to see you at 3pm Monday through Friday Starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023 Hello
1: everybody If I could have your attention,
3: please, I have an important announcement to
1: make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie. Several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation both video and audio at least 10 commercial plays per week a monthly show to highlight your business and passion exclusive website positioning with links video shorts for social media commercial plays on all shows podcasts kknw and Kixie. your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms all shows are performed live and sent to facebook youtube and twitter and stay there forever Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro. And let's get the ball rolling.
4: When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is a Naturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today.
0: there
1: i would personally like to thank you for making positive talk radio part of your day whether you like podcasts or the radio show we're glad to have you along i'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better you are the reason we do these shows because the more people we can touch the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent Please contact me, Kevin at kmmedia.pro, with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back, everyone, to Positive Talk Radio. My name is Kevin McDonald, and we've got a great guest for you today, and a great, I think, lesson for life and how you can perhaps change your life and live it just a little bit or in some cases a lot better. And it's uh, a um, program that he calls roll with love. So tell us how does this work, Paul, when you wake up in the morning, take us from when you have to get up, the alarm clock goes off, you hit it and you hit it again. And then you hit it one more time and now you have to get up. And so how does this how does this play out over the course of the day
2: so actually kevin i i get up at oh, 4 45 just shame on you i'm so sorry and, and and first first thing i do is i i say prayers i roll the die right after the prayer and um just start the day right that way and what i'm watching for is just opportunities to express love in that particular way and so as i'm cogitating early in the morning thinking about what what my day is gonna look like how that I could express love in that way it's just uh, it, it just makes the day a whole lot better i like some some days like this morning I wrote surprise me and surprise me is that that hand with the question mark on it and it's just i I've designated that either you can do any one of the five love languages uh, or you can do all of them or you can just do random acts of kindness. So it's really kind of a, a, a dealer choice day as, as a Las Vegas would say, it would be just dealer choice. And, and it's just whatever you choose to do that day, but constantly you're watching for opportunities. And the mindset is, the, my previous mindset was, what's wrong with that person? This new mindset is, what's right with that person? What can I love about that person? And it's all day long. I feel like it makes, keeps me so busy watching for those good things about people. And I meet enough people in the day that it really keeps me busy looking for those good things. And how can I brighten their day? How can, how can I make them have a better day than, than they would have otherwise?
1: That is, that's actually is sensational. And it does a couple of things. It does uh, the uh, law of attraction and also uh, affirmations because throughout the day, you are saying these affirmations of I'm looking for someone that I can give a, uh, a random act of kindness to. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking for that. And don't you find that as you're going throughout your day and you're looking for those good things
2: magically, they just kind of show up absolutely kevin and it's really very similar to if you learn a new word and then like you think you never heard it before now you learn it now you walk down the street now you hear it all the time and it's just <laughs> it's one of one of those things that that whatever you're looking for is you're going to find it if you're looking for bad in people you're going to find it but if you're looking for the good you're going to find that and you, there's so much good in this world Even as chaotic as this world is, there's still a lot of good and a lot of good people. Focus on that. That really, really is going to make someone else's day. It's going to make your day a whole lot better. You will find
1: if you're focusing on the goodness of other people, That there isn't any room anymore to think about the negativity, hate, and division and fear that a lot of people carry around with them and walk around. There just isn't time because there's so much that you can discover good about people. It really can make your heart warm and sing, can't it?
2: I think it's good for health, too. I mean, if you used to worry about a lot of people and worry about what other people were doing, which really now we've discovered that's out of your lane. You don't. You don't. You can't pass judgment. You can't really do that. And you're focused on only the good that people are doing. It really will make your heart sing. It'll make your. It'll reduce a lot of stress for you because you'll really be at peace with yourself, watching for the good of other people. It's just gonna just gonna help your mindset. I think it's gonna reduce a lot of anxiety too. I don't have a lot of studies about it, but I know that I'm a whole lot calmer now than I've ever been in my whole life. No, I, I, I truly
1: believe that what you're saying is absolutely true, and that it will get rid of the stress that you're feeling because when you think everybody's out to get you and there's a problem around every corner, you're mm-hmm. going to feel stress around that. And in some cases, you're going to find that you're making it come true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the self-fulfilling prophecy. Absolutely. And so live your life, and especially in the family, Because when you roll the dice and you decide that you're going to be kind to everybody that day or whatever the dice says, and that affects, you know, your kids are coming down for all eight of them. (laughs) I imagine you go through a half a gallon of milk and two boxes of cereal just for breakfast.
2: Well, more like a a full gallon and a half, not a half a gallon. (laughs) It's a gallon and a half. Jimmy. And uh, um,
1: But but when you come downstairs, because – you are the leader of the pack, as it were, and a lot of people, a lot of families, will play off of the parents on how they who come down the stairs and that first interaction that they have. And if that first interaction with your kids, with your coworkers, whoever it may be, is positive, then that tends to make everybody's day go and go well. And you may be the only person that smiled at them all day, and yeah. at least they had that to begin with.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great way to start the day, Kevin. And and I just I just think that just we need a lot more of that. And it starts with the individual and then it spreads to the family and then it spreads to the neighborhood and then to the community and then to the to the city, it just to the to it'll spread to the state, nation, and world. I mean this is just the you gotta start it though, and you just have to start it as simple as a smile. How much does it cost to give you a smile away? Really, and it's, it's such a, a good service. It's such a nice thing to do, and and make it genuine, and make the compliments that you're giving out genuine. I find that uh, even checkers at the checkout, you'll find someone that's really speedy. Notice it, acknowledge it, and say, "How'd you learn to be so fast?" Or what is it that makes you so motivated to get this out of your way? And what what is it that makes you bag it so quick, quickly as well? Those type of things often go unnoticed and right now you're training yourself to notice those things be grateful for those things that go unnoticed grateful for those things that a lot of times we take for granted that's going to make somebody's day and and anything that
1: you can do to make somebody's day better will make your own day better i'm that's the law of karma and I, i firmly believe that uh that if you if you are Working to make your day better, everybody else's day that's around you is also going to go better. If somebody would like to go to rolloflove.com, uh, can they buy the um, uh, dice right from there?
2: They can buy the cube or the die. They can buy the book. They can buy the journal or they can buy the bundle of the three. And I have that on sale right now, Kevin, for 29 It's a whole lot less than just one session of therapy. And if you're in therapy right now, it will help you go from one appointment of therapy to the next. And I think that's the lag that that is kind of lacking right now within there are no tools, no tools to get better. Here's a tool that will help you. Here's a tool that something that you can focus, simple, so simple, takes two seconds to roll the die, something you can focus on all day, that two-second investment is going to be the very best investment you can make in your day. Roll that die, watch for opportunities, love in that way, and you'll reap rewards that everybody likes a great investment that you put in tiny, tiny bit, get a lot back. This is one of those.
1: Well, and the cool thing about it is, I firmly believe that a, a lot of times we get messages from uh, on high, from, uh, from the powers that be, and if you roll those that die, and it's just like when you turn on the radio and you listen to a song that affects you that day because of uh, whatever you have going on and, and that song means something to you in a positive way. If you roll the dice or roll the cube and it comes up a certain thing, you can pretty much rest assured that that's the gift that is being given to you to learn that day.
2: Do you agree with that? Absolutely. One one day, uh, Kevin, my my son rolled gifts. He says, "I don't want to do that today." The next, and he rolled it again. He said, "It came up gifts again." He said, "I'm just not going to do that today." The third time he rolls it, he said, Ugh. you know, he's just getting madder and matter." this is love. You're not supposed to get mad at this. It's love. And so the fourth time he rolls it, it's gifts, he says, oh, I guess I'm going to do gifts today. Four times he rolled gifts. I, it wasn't a weighted die either. You have those in Vegas, but not, not here. I don't send them out weighted. No,
1: and, and that meant that that was a message. You're supposed to be giving gifts today. And it can be, and it, by the way, it doesn't have to be that you have to go to uh, the dollar store, and pick up a bunch of gifts. It can be the gift of a smile. Mm-hmm. It can be a gift of hello. It can be anything like that. I love what, I love this. I love what you're doing. I really, really appreciate um, that you put it together. How long has this been out? How long has it been available?
2: So Kevin, I copyright the die in 2017. The book is just brand new. So last year, I was talking to a health, mental health specialist or mental health uh, practitioner, and he said that with this die, you actually need a book. You need you, you need a, a manual so that you understand that this really is different. And it really is a whole lot different than than the way Dr. Chapman presents it. I love the principles from Dr. Chapman, but he presents it in a different way than I present it. This is a, so simple, it's so easy. You're using all of your skills. You really don't it, it's you don't have to do anything, anything else except watch for opportunities to love. And it just makes it so simple to be able to learn all five love language, and which is, I think is super valuable. It's just going to decrease the, the lack of communication, increase communication, and just make life a whole lot better for couples, for individuals, and for, you know, for families. I had a family one, one time uh, roll the die, and the, the, there were five children in the family, Kevin. The little boy rolled physical touch. He's pumping his arms up and down He's saying, "Yes, physical touch, 4 years old. Physical touch, physical touch." And immediately he goes and beats up on his brothers. <laughs> and the mother had to hold back the laughter because you don't want to encourage that type of behavior. Had to hold back the laughter said, "No, son. This is appropriate physical touch. You do the high five, the fist bump, the pat on the back, the hug, the the stroking the cheek, the nice things of love." And he was able to learn, but all the other siblings were there. It was a teaching moment. And when you can create these teaching moments for love, that's when it's really going to go deep in the family. You want the roots to grow deep in this.
1: I think, I think it's an awesome idea what you're doing. And uh, so now the book is out. that You can get the, pick up the cube and the book.
2: And uh, the, the, there are two books, right? One's a journal. So, oh yeah. So, in the school situation, what you what you're doing in a classroom is at the beginning of the day, the the teacher's rolling the die, or one of the students will roll the die, and the teacher it takes two seconds. The teacher explains for maybe thirty or forty five seconds. Class, this is what we're looking for. This type of behavior this day. At the end of the day, then the child has to report. The end of the day, I've talked with teachers around the world, Kevin. End of the day, the last 10 to 15 minutes is really non-productive time. They're antsy, they know the bell's gonna ring. They've been there all day, their minds are mush. And so decompress. Write in a journal is a great way to decompress. What did you, what did you roll that day? What opportunities did you see to love in that way that day? what did you do about those opportunities? And make it a love journal. Who wouldn't love to have a love journal from first grade or third grade? or fifth grade, just make it a love journal. And the second thing about it is you're training these children now in that love journal, you're training them to be responsible for their own actions. At the end of the day, the teacher will give you a check mark, you take that journal page home, the student parent is gonna keep all those journal pages at the end of that year, put them together somehow so that that first grade journal is preserved for that child for their posterity forever. It's just a great program. It's going to tamp down a lot of that misbehaving, a lot of violence, a lot of a lot of things that even in later life they'll be trained how to love and to do it in appropriate ways. You know, that's as a
1: teaching moment. That would be really cool if you had the teacher and they had the the cube, and each each child got to roll, and then you talked about each role. As, as it's happening to the entire class. This is what this means, and this is how it is played out and stuff. That becomes a huge teaching moment for everybody. I, I love that. That's It can be used in a myriad of ways. You can use it in church. You can okay. use it in school. You can use it at work, for heaven's sakes.
2: Uh, absolutely. And, and think of it, though. Instead of handling disciplinary problems at work or at school, <laughs> Now you're focused, on, you're together, you're cooperating, you're working together. Product, productivity is going to shoot through the roof because of that. Now we don't have this bickering in, within a classroom or within a work situation. We don't have that anymore. These are people that are working together.
1: This is, this is brilliant. By the way, we're talking with, with Paul Zolman, go to his website, which is rolloflove.com. Paul, thank you for being here. I need to have you back because somebody else needs to hear this message and to go, go to his website, buy the cube, get the, get the workbook, get the, uh, um, um, the journal and use them. You'll find that it makes a difference. And I want to thank you again for being here, sir. We've run out of time. So, Be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. And we'll see you Wednesday at 4.